wherever that bitch go, go. I mean, I th- I think that's a great idea because I want I want to start off by telling you how sick I am of well. What I do this time? That's man. a great story right there. <laughs> so people on Instagram doing push up challenges. You know, you see ten push ups, you you send ten push ups, this that and the other. So oh I did it. I shot it to well. A couple more people did. They shot it to well. He never responded. So then one day he just ran him. He's like, he tags everybody. He's like, thanks for the quote unquote challenge. He's out there at the court. He does like 80 push ups on a basketball. Oh, bruh. That sounds about well. If you don't sit your Luke Cage looking ass down somewhere. No. I, re- I wanted to make sure that I, I got him in. For like, I didn't want to disrespect y'all. Say, look out, Sydney Dean. Don't nobody give a damn. You can do 80 push ups on a basketball. Hey, Rev, it was a good workout, though. I did appreciate it, though, though. You ain't appreciate nothing. I'm sick of you, man. <laughs> hey, man, how was your car ride down here, bro? My car ride, it really wasn't that bad for it to be 15 hours. Like, I left at about 6 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And I got here about 9.45. What made you drive? Is it, Are flights canceled or you felt compelled to drive instead? Well, I, I I was originally coming because I need to get my car inspected because I refused to get North Carolina plates. I got to keep my Texas plates. Mm. Oh. So I was like, all right, I'm going to come get my car inspected. And I originally was going to come for my sister's um, graduation from the police academy, but they canceled that with everything going on. But I was I already had the time, so I was like, all right. you know. And I've been working from home for the past two weeks. So I was like, I might as well because I can work anywhere. So I made the drive. I mean, I, I stopped to pee more than I stopped to do anything. Mm. But... I think I I gassed up maybe three times, three full times. What type of engine you have? Uh, see, I have the V8. Oh, okay, okay. But it shifts down to a six cylinder when I'm not driving. I'm driving crazy. Gotcha, gotcha. What was the gas like? I got 27 miles to the gallon. You no, know I'm saying what was the gas prices? Oh, um, like three, four different states. Yeah, in South Carolina, I remember it was like a dollar sixty-five. Um, it stayed pretty consistent throughout. Okay. What we're at dollar fifty nine out here now? About a dollar sixty. Okay. Somewhere around there, yeah. Okay, okay. So what does that mean? That means it's twenty dollars a barrel? I couldn't tell you. Don't get me to lie. Damn. This is our economist right uh, here. Some <laughs> no, I, I, I know somebody was texting bruh, me and they told me. I be asking what it him was. shit if he think he be doing it, but that just lets me know that I don't really know what he does. I don't know what he does for a living. So that's, I think that's I, a good thing. Yeah, I think I just be kind of confused because he be like, nigga, I don't know what you asking me for. And I be like, bro, I swear that's your job, but I guess it's not. Let's see, what did they tell me about this? But I, I did hear uh, that it was twenty dollars. Well, I guess Nick would know. Nick would know the most. He literally has a screen that tells him that shit, but um. From what I understand, um, I know Russia and Afghanistan are at war with gas prices, and Russia had some untapped resource, and they basically were like, well, we have untapped resource, we can bargain, and Afghanistan was looking like, <laughs> like we run this shit, you can't bargain with us, and then that's that's when a lot of shit start going down, and um that was just a that's that was like one of the dominoes that fell, you know, pre 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 pandemic, pre pandemic. But anyways, I thought that was interesting. But I heard twenty dollars a barrel at first. Yeah, I have no idea because I don't deal. With yeah, you don't deal with. It. I keep forgetting, man. My bad, dog. I like that you don't know what I do. Uh, I'll figure out. Because nah, I still haven't figured out what you do. <laughs> I mean, I deal with chemicals. You're you're George Costanza. You do import and export. <laughs> you're Vandalay Industries. Mm-hmm. That boy George was full of shit, dog. But hey, man, 
Glad you back in town. So you be, you'll be out here about seven, ten days, maybe. Maybe the, they shut down North Carolina for the whole month of April. Oh damn! The, like through April thirtieth, the whole stay at home, restaurants closing early thing. That's that's all next month. But you'll have to go home eventually. You'll have, you can't bring that many clothes out here. I mean, I'm not going anywhere. Ah, damn, I'm tripping. And you can always go to Walmart. I mean, I can just wash what I have. Ah, you bougie. I don't believe you're going to do that. I'm definitely going to wash. <laughs> okay, okay, if you say so. Where am I going to not <laughs> to not I need know. to wash clothes? Man, that's true. I, it ain't like we we trying to hit the club. We ain't going to hairdress or nothing. Uh, I just, I really, 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 like, what is your prediction, Sean, when this is over? What do you think? Is definitely going to happen, like Sean Stradamus. Oh my God, he he he's better. He's better at that than me. He is. Really, I feel like they're just introducing a new standard of living. It's not about the virus. This is a new standard of living that we will be living in for quite some time. It might it might not be permanent as of right now, but it's going. It's trending towards that way, in my opinion. In terms of staying home and having a monthly budget and all this type of shit. For instance, um. Was it Andrew Yang that had that a thousand dollars a month bullshit? Two thousand. That was already a thing. Was it a thousand? It was called It was. I think it was a thousand. UBI. Yeah. But it was already called universal basic income, like you just said, because it was already on the table. Yeah. It was already a thing. So him acting like he came up with this fucking ingenious plan type shit. I mean, all this shit is already on the table. All this shit was already planned. All this shit was already going to happen. The virus or whatever you want to call it, just you know. It was it was Put a gateway it to the forefront. Yeah. yeah, it was a gateway. Like like I said, people didn't understand. In November, they were aware of this. The task force was created in January. It's called COVID nineteen. Nineteen is the year, two thousand nineteen. They they were aware. Like it's like, it's just wild, man. Like I've seen on YouTube that they're they're like demonetizing people for talking about it. So I don't know if they're doing it on SoundCloud. So I don't really. They're want trying to that. lump it into conspiracy theorists category and all that type of shit. Just an easy way to lump everybody into not getting money type shit. Wow. Yeah, Have y'all seen um, where they talk about that Netflix movie that was like from 2018 or 17 that where they talked about coronavirus and it being SARS. Yeah. Well, I haven't seen the movie, but I know what you're talking about though. I'm yeah. watching. I'm watching a Netflix movie. It's called Kingdom. It's on a Netflix. It, uh, oh, you're not watching the Tiger King. I'm not gonna watch it. Okay, but um, coronavirus <laughs> is not a new thing. It's, it's, this is a new strand of it, supposedly. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, the the crazy thing about this movie Kingdom, it's in um, it's based in um, it's based in China. I want to say it's based in China, and um, it's it's basically like The Walking Dead. It's a walk. It's the Chinese version of Walking Dead. Um, basically, how this shit comes about is, uh, they're under communist rule. And obviously the people at the top are eating. They live in the good life. Right now that there's this conspiracy going on with the people in the in in the in the royal family because nobody's seen the king. They say the king is sick. Nobody's seen him for like months. And um basically his 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 queen is speaking for him, which is this young chick that they got they got her because they just wanted to impregnate her to have somebody that was actually a royal like royal bloodline because they were trying to screw the crown prince and i think i don't i think the crown prince was more of a bastard so to speak and um so with that like so with the royal family they have that shit going on like i said nobody's seen the the king in some time and in the villages people are starving and they start starving so much to the point where this one little community 
they were, I mean, people started dying. And then this one soldier that's like, hey, man, you know, it's by any means necessary. So I just want to ask y'all a question. What do you think this guy did in order to feed the people there that were starving to prevent them from dying? What was he doing, robbing the rich people or some shit? Nah, he started cooking people. Oh, I was going to say he became a vegan. He started cooking people. He started, they started eating human flesh. And the thing about it was it was a it was a physician that came from the doctor that came back to that community and he died when he got back and he's one of the people that got cooked so when they cooked him and they ate him everybody's in the community is like happy like oh we finally got meat we finally got food so they're eating the meat and um like six minutes into it this shit tastes familiar <laughs> <laughs> this tastes like uncle larry <laughs> no. Motherfuckers start turning into zombies, bro. And and then basically this warrior dude and one of the nurses, one of the top nurses there, um, she basically, you know, they had to get the fuck out of there because motherfuckers start turning into zombies. And then long story short, I can, I'm trying to make it shorter. It turns out that this this person that he cooked was infected and he got infected by the king. So... All in all, this all comes about, which to me is similar to what's going on now, eating some tainted meat, and it it, it basically, it, it, you, you have a source, and the way this shit spread is insane, and it's like, it's crazy because you just, you the, the wild part about it is, the, the thing that makes it a little more unique than Walking Dead is, if it's cold, it, they don't the, the zombies don't come out unless it's cold. Once it's hot, they just go to sleep. So you kind of got some some wiggle rooms, like kind of like some vampire zombies. But <laughs> once it becomes winter, you're fucked because it's always cold. So they it it turns winter. The motherfuckers are at it twenty four seven. I'm talking about these these zombies are like they they go like they not no slow slow. They walk. run jump, Bruh, Like. 30 days a night type shit. Like, these motherfuckers go. These motherfuckers strong. But uh, I thought it was wild. The timing of this Netflix show, the 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 way the way it spread, the ideal of tainted meat, the, uh, the, the whole hiding it. Basically, what they say, how they say, China hid it from us, and then by the time it got to us, so many people are screwed. Basically, the royal family hid it from the communities, and they continued to hide it. Until even the even the crown prince didn't even know until he saw his father. And the reason I'm saying it because I know y'all not gonna watch it. It's one of those movies where you uh, it's one of those shows that they lips be moving. I know a lot of people don't like that shit. The lips be moving and it'd be a different voice, but um it'd be dubbed. But um it's just crazy. So many parallels with. I'm starting to just think that that's Chinese culture, because um they say they're saying that if you just go back and look at a lot of movies one of the main insults that a lot of uh, the surrounding countries in China, they, they always say that uh, Chinese people are the sick, the sick Asians. Yeah. That's what they call them. I was like, wow, that's fucked up. So I just, yeah. What's that man? What's going on? Why are you looking like that? I, I didn't know Chinese people were beefing with each other. Like that. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, shit, they, Hey man, it's, it's very, uh, it, you can say it's classist and you can say it's just, it's tribal dog. Like, they're serious about that shit, dog. So I just, I just thought that that was kind of wild. So that movie that everybody, I, I got it sent to me like four times. I don't know how real it is. I'm not gonna go go search for it, but yeah, 
the coronavirus is it's nothing new. You know, it just goes to show you could slip shit like that right under us. We're not going to pay attention to it if it's not, you know, somebody, if it's not, if it, if it doesn't hit close to home, we're not going to pay attention to it. It's damn like they base it off bats because bats do all that type of shit. It's based off temperature and shit. They say that's why the bats don't don't get infected by the diseases that they eat and all that type of shit. Something about the temperature of the bats and all this other shit. Oh, shit, I but, didn't yeah. know that. But I mean, but the crazy thing about it is that when you think about um, the Black Plague and how it was spread by rats... <laughs> And then you look at the bats And it's like I mean shit Bats are just flying rats That's what I'm about to, Yeah Just saying Like it's It is just History repeats itself I think Dr. Uh, Dr. Fossey Is that the guy That's going around With uh, Trump He's like the main doctor mm-hmm. I mean he basically said it He's like history repeats itself And it's just You just gotta come at it From a different angle now And um That's why When we were talking On the IG live earlier I just kinda felt like The only thing you could do Is just get scientists That have a proven track record Of, of breaking the code you got scientists that can break the code and that's you, you you know that they're reliable and for the most part like me and you said Sean we know they have a cure for it or a vaccine they're just using this pandemic to to get some um to make some changes i mean what, what what's the famous quote uh don't let any crisis go don't don't waste a good crisis or some shit like that don't let a crisis go to waste a good oh, crisis go to waste they nah. literally just said that on Ozark. They literally just said that on Ozark. I see that today. What was oh, that? First, that was the first episode, huh? Yeah, first or the second episode. Yeah. Oh shit, I didn't know that. I thought yeah. that was a quote that somebody else said. I mean, it, it probably is, but that's yeah. where that's where I heard it from. Ozark going kind of crazy too, by the way. It's already going crazy. Damn. Yeah. I'm on episode two, season one. Sorry to hear. Say, that. let yeah. me tell you why I hate Will. <laughs> He's so anti-establishment. That he just waits till everything just gets takes off. Then it's like, okay, I'm gonna jump on it now, bro. No, it'd be a lot of shit. I like, I get a lot of recommendations, and I just try to, you know, get to them and like watch them. And Ozark is good. I like Patrick Bateman. Like he's Jason, Jason Bateman. He's cold, mm-hmm. but um, it was just one of those things I just couldn't get to in time because other shows would come out that I was interested in. And I was like, I gotta watch this show, and I'll get back to Ozark. But I would like for Ozark to finish though. That way, I could just do it like I did Breaking Bad and just watch all four seasons. Y'all think it's going to go long? Mm, it's hard to say. I, probably so. At least five seasons, I would say. At least five, yeah. At least five? Okay, okay. I, I'm patient. I still haven't watched Game of Thrones, so bear with me. I still haven't watched season three of fucking uh, Stranger Things. It's a lot of shit I haven't watched. I started The Wire. Mm, the Wire is my all-time favorite show. It's not even close. Damn. And that's what I've been hearing. Like A lot of people say The Wire is the best show. Ever, and I started. I'm like episode three. So it still it still holds up. That means it's, it's timeless. Trust From what me. you're watching, uh, I, I mean, police, drug dealing. It doesn't really evolve much. It's relevant. It's relevant. Yeah. Okay. Trust me, you're gonna be wanting to talk about it, and you're gonna be like, "Damn, this shit came out ten years ago. Don't, nobody gives a fuck." <laughs> but it's a big community that still watches this shit on the regular, though. Don't no. get it fucked up. But I mean, talking to your regular casual friends and shit, they're not gonna really care what you're talking about. But you're gonna want to tell people about it. Damn. I mean, just looking at the cast, it's like a young Michael B. Jordan. Uh, Idris Elba's in there. Wood Harris is in there. So this established some careers, probably. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay, okay. Trust me, people. Watch The Wire without the commercials and shit. You have to watch the real shit. A lot of people seen it on BET. That's not the real experience. You have to watch The Wire, my nigga. Don't, don't watch that EBT shit. If, if, <laughs> wow, I like that. If you have Amazon Prime, it's on Amazon. Mm. Oh, okay, yeah, I just I just got it yesterday, so yeah, cool. 
I got tired of being on your shit, bro. I can understand that. Yeah, I'd be buying some wild shit off him. No, I just, I, I just, I will forget the pass. Like, the password will knock me out, and then I have to do some OTP authentication. I'm like, I'm not finna send this guy a message so he can authenticate this shit. Just get my own shit, man. I just want to say real quick, season four is probably the best piece of TV. You might ever see in your life. That boy said peace. See, everyone's been saying that <laughs> season two is a tough, tough season to get through. To me, it's not, but I understand why people would say that. Okay. Because okay. people have, I don't want to say anything, but people, people are be trained people. a certain way to where I think you would be all right with it, but I can understand why certain people would say that. What year is this, 98? Nah, this like. <laughs> Early 2000s oh, Might be like 05 or some shit When it first jumped off Oh so we just got out of high school Okay okay I can't remember But it's somewhere I got the DVDs and everything I want to get it back on Blu-ray though It's less disc I would take the digital version too But it is what it is Okay If you have HBO Go or HBO Now It's all on there too The HD version of it as well But go ahead I mean I ain't gonna wire you out to death But go ahead <laughs> Hey no I mean shit I mean We already talking about it So it's looking like Oz, The Wire, and Soprano, those top threes all time? I never watched Oz. I fucked with Oz. Um, I would probably say... Also, The Corner. The Corner was real good. It's like a short, like, six-episode version of The Wire. It came out before The Wire. It's called The Corner. That shit is also tremendous. It's like a lot of the same actors and shit, but it's a whole different story, whole different City? everything. This yeah. is Baltimore, right? Yeah, the wires in Baltimore. This one I forgot where it is, but that shit is hard though. It's crazy when you the think corner. about when I think about TV now, and I hate to say this, but um, I was watching um, All American, some of that, and I think I seen a little bit of On My Block. Oh yeah, I, uh, I watched that. On My Block. And I just it's something about the. I don't know if it's just that we're just corny now, or. Because I see this modern stuff and it just feels a little cheesy and fake. But when I saw stuff like The Wire and I feel like Atlanta does it pretty well. They get close to that authentic feeling. Like I'm I look like I'm just watching somebody being filmed rather than people acting. Go ahead. That's what I'm about to say about the wire. The wire is what people say about Seinfeld. They're like, you know, all that shit came from Seinfeld, you know. Everything you see in life, you be like, Man, that's that's a that's a Seinfeld episode. It's the same thing with the wire. After you finish the wire, you be like, "Damn, everything going to draw back to the wire." You can be like, "Dog, this should happen in the wire." Every single thing you could think of is in the wire. I'm telling you, it, it's ridiculous. That's interesting, man. Like, it's very ridiculous. I feel like storytelling has taken a taken a step back. Storytelling has taken a step back. Acting has gotten kind of flimsy. Like it's like when you get something with some real good ass acting, like you 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 feel it. And I know I do. Like you looking in a certain way, like you don't you don't. Agree with what I'm saying No I'm, I'm listening to you and, and I do agree because Like we see so many remakes now That when we get something original We really do cling on to it And we'll cling on to an original story And kind of sacrifice the acting in it mm, Gotcha Gotcha Cause for sure Ozark That acting is fucking good You know I was like I like it I mean, I've noticed a new version of the right No, I'm hearing the word clout I've heard the word in your feelings I'm like what the fuck <laughs> Why are y'all talking like this But alright go ahead Hmm. And, and 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 that's why I feel like that kind of lends to the overall corniness of it, because it's almost like pandering to a degree. It's like y'all don't gotta talk like that, because y'all are in Ozark, Missouri, correct? 
I think like, so. Yeah, like, y'all ain't, they don't talk like that out there. It's probably. another. It's a gentleman in the in the cast now. That's awesome. A very Tommy. familiar face. It's like, yeah, definitely pandering now. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, I don't need to do this. This shit is already amazing. But it is what it is. Did he die on on the other show? Or no, just, no, fuck no. Oh, okay, okay. He like the most liked character for whatever reason. Yeah, he has a spinoff. I don't like that. I hate when shows can't kill people. I do not like that. Like you, you ain't got to keep this person alive, bro. You can kill him. I couldn't stand Tommy and Power. By the way, I, I, I didn't like anything about him. His acting <sighs> was super over the top. It's like, fam, relax. Oh, there was so much bad stuff about Power, especially towards the end. Like I think Power ended a lot like Game of Thrones ended. Mm-hmm. It's I over. Stopped, I stopped at season four. Yeah, it's over. Oh, I didn't know that. It's just like it's just like. You drug dealing hitmen are the worst drug dealing hitmen known to man. Like, first of all, like how are, how are you sitting out to kill one person is taking y'all, you know, four clips to get this one guy who's just as clumsy as um Kevin James and Hitch. Like, why <laughs> what is wrong? And how are you getting curbside parking in Manhattan? And how are you making these deals in broad daylight and nobody noticing? And how is it always winter time? <laughs> I, I, I have noticed that the boys be they be uh, pea coated up they be, like yeah. all the time. Yeah, they be fresh. <laughs> hey man, I just, they don't think that people are going to look any deeper than like we talked about with us. They know that people are more likely just surface level with it. They're not looking at that. They're not looking at the temperature. They're not looking at the the outfits really. They just they just want the drama. They want the drama in familiar faces. I'm really big into writing. I have to have cold writing or I can't fuck with it. Man, I just can't. The writing got to be on point. And, and when I say writing, it don't got to be super intricate or anything like that. It just got to fucking make sense. That's it. Just simply make sense. Has and that, make that's, sense. That's, that's, that's been my, my, my soapbox that I've been on when they do an all-female cast. Like they ride so heavy on the all-female cast that you kind of give me a, a lackluster story. I watched The Spy Who Dumped Me. Last night I watched it With Mila Kunis And what's the crazy Blonde girl I name? don't know I just like Mila Kunis Yeah she's straight uh, She's Asian Decent uh, The It was weird <laughs> It was very weird That that movie Had some very Great ac- action sequences I was like Why did they waste Great action sequences On this movie Cause overall The movie was like It was average But Obviously The, the blonde The blonde girl She was trying to Pump that feminist stuff out there she was she was actually making a mockery of it and I was like is she trying to do that on purpose or is she being serious cause like I really felt like the way she was coming on she was like cause I don't know I forgot her name but I could tell she's an asshole in real life and I think that uh, it was a part in the movie where they were basically the guy was like you're a bit much and it hurt her feelings and I just felt like dang I bet a lot of these feminists that that she like she reminded me of a, a typical feminist and like I bet they can relate to that because like everything she did was like bro like chill nobody asked you that Kate McKinnon Kate McKinnon is she a comedian I don't know oh. a lot of feminists and a lot of like aggressive women be waiting for a real nigga really like when they tap into a real nigga they turn really girly I believe that I've had this happen to me like super super hood chicks always be fucking with me and shit and they always be real girly with me. And when I see them interact with other dudes, they be acting like they're about to slap them and do all this other shit. They be using slang with them and all that. And when they talk to me, it's none of that shit. No slang. They acting super girly. They trying to do shit for me type shit. All that kind of shit. 
that makes that that, that makes sense. I've like, seen this shit. I'm I'm a firm believer that you will get away with whatever somebody will allow, and if you uh, come across a simp and you know he let you talk to him, he call, let you call you my nigga and dog this and dog that, you know. You can get away with that when you come across it's like hold on no we're we not partners you, you don't talk to each other like that you know they'll be like oh i got I, this is a different kind of nigga i'm fucking with i can't i can't be on that hood shit with this guy absolutely they definitely respect that i know they do they have to like it it means something and it just i'm i'm sitting here thinking like if i'm not mistaken the one guy that she actually ended up messing with in the in the movie was was actually uh, an assassin Remember, like she when she when he approached her, he basically was like disrespectful to her, and then he she kind of like brushed him off, and then she ended up sleeping with him, and then that's the dude that ended up killing the uh, the boyfriend, ended up killing a spy. You you might you must not remember. Yeah, that. I, yeah. I remember. I, I, I didn't remember them sleeping together. But yeah. yeah, he she when when she uh, when she came back from the grocery store from her job, and she came in. Um, it was a. Uh, oh, you talking about the blonde? Yeah, that guy. Oh, okay. that, yeah, that yeah. guy. He had like basically like he came on her like like very disrespectful, and she was like, "Oh, this guy's a dickhead." But he still slept with her though. Like he, like he, like I said, he was like disrespectful, and he was just as over the top as her. But I guess because he maybe he was foreign. I just felt that that part was interesting. I'm like, dang, like for her to be this, you know, this this feminist, you would think that she wouldn't want to. Submit to somebody that was disrespectful, and that's exactly what she did. And that that shit was just wild to me. But uh, wild I don't I don't think it's necessarily the disrespect. It might have been the disrespect in that case, but I think it's more along the lines of like what Sean say. This is the man that I am. You're not gonna come up here and you're not gonna pop shit and and talk to me any kind of way. You're not gonna I think I'm gonna alter my way of living. Exactly. <laughs> if if a woman comes in and she knows that she can alter the way you move and make you move the way she wants you to to start worshiping her and to do all these things, she got you. But you come across, you come across real nigga and she, you know, hey, no, nah, oh yeah, we gonna go, we gonna do this TikTok where we change clothes. I ain't doing that bullshit. You got me fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, that, that shit is wild, man. What, what do you think drives these, these guys to do that? I mean, like just to change clothes. Like that, I mean. Beta male. <sighs> soy field. <laughs> Are we at the point now where attention is like it's is it that important to like tr like it feels like everybody is since everybody's quarantined now everybody wants to get famous on TikTok. I'm like like why though like what after you get famous on TikTok what happens next? You get a movie deal or something? Have we seen that happen? I don't I don't know what's going on. Like this shit is I, I'm not I don't I'm not going to download a TikTok. So, I guess everybody wants to be DC Young Fly or um, hi, hi what's Davis. that guy named uh, Desi Banks and like you say, Hi Hi Davis and all these guys. I mean, I think that time is done now. I don't think that that's happening anymore. Like at that level anymore. Like I feel like, yeah, you may you may get a K behind your following, but does that really turn to money? You got to know how to monetize it. Really, I mean, you might get some some, some sponsorships if you. Really know what you're doing, but Bro, I've read some shit about them sponsorships, man. That's some disrespectful stuff with them sponsorships. Like, I know one, I know one chick. Say, our sponsors are disrespectful. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but like at the you see those checks we get. Yeah, <laughs> our sponsors but, are way disrespectful. But it's not like a, oh, we're not chicks out here like 
showing our body, like being like super consistent. But we done took a month off before. Like we're not just out there like that. I don't know, my nigga. You gearing up towards it, man, with the push up challenge and all that, my nigga. <laughs> I see that shit coming, duck. That was you don't you see push ups away from taking your shirt off. Don't bro. you see his fitness challenge? Like his <laughs> fitness channel? Don't you see the Welly Fit coming soon? It's not happening, bro. I don't like that type of attention. He already got posters and shit. It's not pressed up. Though. It's not happening. He oiled up like the rock and shit. <laughs> what is the rock doing right now, bro? He's you, look, you look like you get ready for Fast and Furious 12, huh? Bro, they need to stop that shit. You just gonna be out there in a in a in a city need had the speedo just running the fuck around <laughs> Tokyo. I hope you keep talking about city need because the uh, the uh, white man can't jump anniversary was this week, right? Yeah, that's twenty five years or twenty six. years? One of my favorite movies, twenty five years. Five years, okay. Yeah. I seen that and I was like, "Yep, let me put this in since I'm just here quarantine." One of my absolute favorite movies. I Shout out Rosie Perez in a long time. Damn, that's she, a hard movie. Her titties was out in there. Yeah, okay. I tell you, this was to do the right thing too, huh? Yeah, she did the right thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro, Rosie Perez ain't give a damn back in the day. She was in a uh, Birds of Prey, huh? Yeah, titties what not. Titties what not. They, they that's probably, probably why I didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a reason to watch it. I really would like to see how those have held up over the years. I'm talking about that was like '94. I think I saw something about that like a couple years back, and she was still kind of straight, but. You know, I don't remember though. I believe it. I saw something happen to her. I think she did something like that, but I can't remember exactly what happened though. But yeah, since we're talking about titties, um, Selma Hayek, she's held up. Oh, oh I, didn't, I thought you were gonna talk about some other titties. No, them, 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 them <laughs> the titties are talking about. If we gonna talk about the titties, like, yeah, yes. she cold. Yeah, she, she didn't, cold. She didn't held up. I was like, Man. wow. Hey, was she fifty now? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, you taking Selma Hayek or J Lo? Selma. I'm taking Selma. It's not even close. J Lo, she looks annoying too. I never cared for J Lo, honestly. I I think Selma eats carbs, and I need a woman to eat carbs. I don't think J Lo eats carbs, and that's gonna bother. She me. do look like she like she's starving herself to maintain that. Yeah, because I seen one. I think it was one picture I seen recently. I was just looking like, yeah, she she looked like she's really, really, really trying hard. It's a lot of makeup yeah. and trickery going on, and plus, I don't like how they tried to always niggerify J Lo. You're not a nigga. Relax at all. Ain't shit black about you. Uh, you can argue them. You can argue them down. Her doing a track with Ja Rule is like Red Man doing a track with Christina Aguilera to me. Hey, bro, you can. Argue I mean, you dated down. Diddy. But I, I mean, hey, she okay. dipped. She dipped after that shit went. Shit went. Uh, shit went uh, awry. She dipped. Christina Aguilera was another cold one though. I oh can't yeah, lie to you. Vocally, yeah, she, she was she's cold. amazing. Yeah, yeah. to my looks too. She had some, yeah, yeah. I she had some situations going on. I ain't seen it in a minute. <laughs> I, I, that was she was always my pick over Britney. I mean, Brittany was girl next door. Brittany was hyper white when I wasn't in that white stage. She she's the girl next door. She just looked very average. But see, she wasn't a girl next door where we grew up at. I thought she grew up mostly around mostly uh, Caucasians. I didn't grow up around mostly Caucasians. It's mostly niggas. Yeah. Oh, I know that. She don't know about no damn love lady. What, the, what would I look like riding the love lady? Okay, okay. Prior to love lady. Oh. What you was that? Hey, I'm dumb. Look, I was hood adjacent. Oh, okay, okay. You heard Jay speaks. Come on, man. Man, I was drunk. No, not the <laughs> second one. The first one, yes. The second one, no, not so much. When you first said Jay speaks, I thought you were talking about a nigga named Jay speaks. I'm like, <laughs> they got a special guest named Jay speaks. Like, Who the fuck is this? I, I missed that episode. But shit, man, have uh, did you get the chance to check out that movie platform? Nope. Check that platform. 
Mm-mm. All right, so I'm weird. not a movie type of nigga, honestly. Like, I really don't watch movies anymore, really. Uh, I don't blame you. Uh, I don't know why, but I don't. I mean, it just kind of happened. But go ahead. So this is another Netflix one. Uh, I think I recommended it on the end of one of our last episodes. But um, so this is a Spanish horror film, and mm. it's one of those uh, deals where it's very relatable to what's going on in the country today. A lot of people are related to how people went into their grocery stores hoarding toilet paper. <laughs> So what happens in this movie is Shitty booty ass people. Uh, yeah, I don't get it, man. I just know that I just know that once the shelves are stocked again, we good cuz at least 50% of the population does not have to worry about toilet paper until maybe 2022. But uh <laughs> toilet paper prices are going to plummet. Yeah, it is what it is. So uh, before I jump into that, okay, I know this is not your realm, but you are a banker. So what about the housing market? I mean, you you deal with banks for sure. So what about the housing market, bro? How is it? How is that about to be affected? Real estate. There has to be something that's about to come with real estate. Uh, we we t- briefly spoke about this on our um previous um IG live, but a lot of banks have been projecting a recession coming this summer. And those recessions, when they hit banks, they typically hit the housing markets because those are our largest portfolios. Those are the largest portfolio concentrations that they have. They're typically 250% of capital. And so when you start hitting hitting capital that hard and you don't have a holding company that they can do those capital injections, you start writing some shit off. You start failing, so... So when they say that we're in a recession, because um, I, I read somewhere that we're in a recession, and I also read somewhere there's 3.3 million people that are unemployed. So I'm just trying to figure out when do we clear it? When do we? When can we be confident about saying, okay, we're in a recession? That I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the the dictionary definition for reception or the economical definition for the recession. Okay. Okay. So because I know the Great Depression was a recession. But they labeled it the Great Depression because of how fucking bad it was. But I really feel like, how can we come out of this with it not being similar to the Great Depression? Other than the fact that we have so many advances in how we do work now in the population. But like, I'm really curious to know, like, when is this actually going to be labeled a recession? And I am curious to see how is the housing market and the real, you know, real estate going to be affected? Because uh, I know some people that just... When they get that stimulus check, I mean, once again, I- I'll get into that after this. So the movie The Platform is a Spanish horror film. It's, it's, <laughs> wow. <laughs> God damn. It's, it's disturbing. But this nigga broke down the housing market to talk about a scary movie. If you don't get the fuck out of here. Well. Hey, bro, it's fucking similar, really. But uh, so in this movie, this guy goes into a, a prison, and um, the, this prison is called the pit, and um, in it, it's because they call it the pit because there are levels to this prison, and uh, when they go in, they go in with the mindset that there's about 150 levels in this prison. So if you're on the 150th level, and you you can look, you can um, I don't hope I'm not saying it backwards. No, no, no. If you're on level one. You look down and you can see a hole in the ground that goes all the way down 150 holes. So, damn. Yeah. So the, you the so if you're on level one, you're good. They feed you, but you can only eat so much of that food before they move it down to the next level. Then they move it down to the next level. They move it down to the next level. So technically, 
just imagine a buffet that you get and it's it's two people per room and then you you're eating you got about six minutes to eat so by the time it gets to the next level you know they eat as much as they want then it keeps going down so once again obviously if you're on the higher levels you're good to go so when when uh, as it goes down to each level you you have to realize I, I would say by the time it gets to 50 you're basically eating bones and scraps shit the shit is wild but you still have 100 levels to go yeah eventually it gets, it's just glass on the table yeah it's just it's fucked up so the purpose of this movie a lot of people didn't like the ending of this movie, which I won't give it away because y'all may get bored enough during this quarantine to watch it. So you want us to watch some more depressing shit during the quarantine? Man, y'all depressed anyway. But uh, <laughs> but um, the crazy thing about this is, like I said, this guy goes in there willingly to get a to get a college degree, basically a part of an experiment. He only has six months in there. Every thirty days, they move you to a different level, and depending on the roommate situation, you may have a roommate, another roommate one week, I mean, or one month, you may stick with the same roommate throughout. It all depends. They but, call them cellies. Oh, my bad. <laughs> roommate. <laughs> I got a roommate. <laughs> Without giving too much away, the reason, the reason I brought this up was to say that it was a part of the movie where they basically were talking about how the people at the top should have the common decency to, to, to leave enough ration for the people at the bottom. The fucked, up part, the fucked up part about it is a lot of times the people at the top don't want to talk to people at the bottom. And when the people at the bottom are talking to the people at the top, the people at the top don't want to listen. So they, they people are like trying to equate that to the system that we're in now. To me, what I got from the movie is motherfuckers are greedy. I don't think it really had anything to do with capitalism. They made a remark about communism one time but I don't think that it has anything to really do with capitalism, communism, any of that shit. I think it just has to do with the fact that when when it's when it's every man for himself, and, it's t- and it comes time to making sure that I'm good, that's all I'm gonna worry about. And uh, like I said, it was one part of the movie where somebody was like literally trying to tell people, "Hey, man, if you just ration, then it'll be enough food for every level." To be honest, like there is enough, like all you need to eat. Is your plate like you eat your you eat, man, you could get two plates, but motherfuckers was literally just diving in there, not washing their hands or nothing, just 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 grabbing shit, grabbing cakes. Like the buffet was set up nice. It's like really really nice, and um, it was just sad to see that when when greed takes over, solidarity is the last thing on a person's mind. And I think that movie showed that pretty well. It, it's very it's very disturbing, but uh, I still think people should watch it just so they can see that. You know, in trying times, most humans are only worried about themselves. Of course, and I and I keep I keep seeing the question like, what are y'all learning about the? What are y'all learning right now during this quarantine? What are y'all learning? And like for me, it's like I ain't really learning nothing new at all. Like I kind of expected motherfuckers to fold the way they're folding, due to the fact that motherfuckers just talk a lot. I say it all the time. Most motherfuckers is cowards. I say it on the show a lot. I say most motherfuckers is cowards. When it all come down to it, motherfuckers gonna fold. Niggas are, nigg- believe it or not, man, we talk about that TikTok shit, them type of niggas that switch your clothes, them niggas get on their knees for 100000 quick. You know what I'm saying? Like, them niggas, they, they'll bend over quick for some money. Like, that's just the type of niggas, that's the type of niggas we around these days. I just, I hate to say it, but that's the reality. Like, 
we talked about averages on our last episode, and I really feel like the average motherfucker would do shit like that. Like, I always think about it. my personal experience. I feel like the average motherfucker would do that shit. Obviously, there's always exceptions, but I honestly feel like there's a small group of motherfuckers that really care about keeping it real, and the other motherfuckers could care less. I feel I'm really learning about people or who the sheep are. Because you're seeing a lot of people like, man, if you just sit down and listen to the government, we'd get through this. We'd be over this already. We'd get through this. It's kind of like, all right, that's your mentality. Now, what happens when they're putting more strenuous guidance on us, when they're telling us to, all right, look, anybody that's born between 1987 and 1993, um, you're going to go start working in factories. You have no choice. Well, if you just listen to what the government say, they're trying to take care of us. They got our best interests at heart. You got to realize that no 70-plus-year-old white man has the best interest for Jay Brooks, who's a 32-year-old black man between Texas and North Carolina at any given day. Like, they don't because they don't, they've never been me. <laughs> I haven't learned anything because I knew all this shit already. And like y'all were just saying about the recession and shit, I personally believe that we were in a recession before the whole disease shit jumped off. So, I mean, this is all just regular shit to me. I mean, I'm just really just in here chilling, literally. For real, bro, me too. Um, I, I have to say this, like, I know a lot of y'all niggas out there, it's the niggas that you talking about, I feel like if Nat Turner or Harriet Tubman was out there doing that thing, y'all just snitched on them. Like, I'm 100% yeah. sure of it. Like, y'all, y'all some, y'all some bitch-ass niggas out there, like, every single one of y'all. <laughs> like, I'm serious, like, y'all have no spine whatsoever. Y'all literally want to go back out for recess, and that's just, that's all it is. Y'all want to go back out to play. Like, don't get me, don't get it twisted. People that ain't been outside well before this shit jumped off. Yeah, it's so weird. Like, I, listen, I understand people are scared. I, I get it. But people need to understand something, and that's why I brought up the movie Platform. Solidarity goes a long way. And what I've seen on Twitter and, like, what I've seen with the American people, man, like, they literally, they have no, there is no revolutionary mind to them. Like, they're literally just, if you literally are telling me that the government said do this and we'll be okay, I'm just looking at you like, well, what were the slaves told? I'm pretty sure the slaves were told something similar, too. Also, people have to understand the whole isolation shit. Part of that plan is... If you're isolated there, you're easier to be uh, manipulated and shit. I mean, and, and tracked. It's easier to be scared if you're isolated. Nobody else to talk to type shit. Because people take an isolation for real to where like, I'm not going to talk to nobody type shit. It's like, my nigga, you still could talk to everybody you fuck with and all that type of shit. You're just isolated in terms of don't go certain places and all that kind of shit. That don't mean you can't fuck with people who, who you fuck with. Me and Jay, well, Jay made a, uh, he, he, to me, he coined it. He said Corona creep. And it basically, you know, basically similar to quarantine and chill. And I basically, I'm one of those people that feel like this has proven to me the people that really fuck with you the long way. Meaning like they, they really, they see you as a human being. Meaning like if they still fucking with you now and they're not scared to be around you now, then they fuck with you. But if they're using this, this Corona shit as a reason for you to be like, hey, you can't, I'm not fucking with you, you can't come through, then I wouldn't fuck with them anymore after this shit because they're letting you know that they don't think you're, one, they don't think you're clean. They, <laughs> I'm just being it. They don't think you're clean. They don't. They don't. They don't trust your word. Like, first of all, if you are trusting the CDC, John Hopkins, and all this other bullshit, then if if it's if me being asymptomatic means that 
all right, if I come to your house and I don't know I have it, but I'm taking the proper precautions to make sure that you don't have it, what's the problem? You know, like if I come with gloves on in the N95, shit, why can't I come chicken with you? Obviously, people are going to be like, well, if you got to do all that, then don't just don't come. You don't want to fuck with me then. Like, it's that simple. Like, there, it, it, I don't see, you going to understand that. Well, like, like to me, it's like, even if I were to leave here and, you know, I started getting sick two days from now. I wouldn't say, man, it was, it was, I was over at Sean's house. That's where I got it. I was like, I must have came into something when I was at the gas station or, you know, this place or that place because I know this is a clean place. I, I trust Sean to be a clean person. I trust Well to be a clean person. Hopefully, y'all trust me to be a clean person. Bro, before this, I would, I mean, like, I would hope that was the case. Like, I don't hang around. I, tr- I hope that I don't hang around a bunch of disgusting, dirty people. And I, really, and I even asked you that question Because when we, when we heard Slim Thug had it And Scarface has it too Are we supposed to classify them guys as dirty now? Or them just guys that just happened to just touch the wrong thing? That's the thing You don't have to be dirty to catch it But you could have got it from a dirty person Very true So so, so with, with, them be, with them being dirty Does that mean that they're dirty Or they have a weak immune system? Both well, you know, Scarface already had health issues. Yeah, so he, did, I, he sure I, did. He sure did. I believe Scarface. I mean, I'm not gonna say I don't or do believe in Slim Thug, but I could see Scarface because he had pre-existing health issues. He was real sick. He had man. major health issues prior to this type of shit. So, which I is, could see that happening to him. Which is wild to me because a lot of people that are dying, well, they say they're dying from it. They had pre-existing conditions, so. There's this Twitter video that's circulating that I didn't really dissect because I, I, I got on Twitter like Friday night, but I saw that this nurse was like, I'm not going into the COVID-19 wing. I, I beat cancer. Oh, I, I beat cancer four times. And like, she was basically saying like, she's susceptible to getting that. Mm. I'm not fucking with that shit. Yeah. And then there's people that are, are on her side and there are people saying, well, you shouldn't be a nurse. You're just selfish. But I'm confused though, because, <laughs> because she's a nurse, she needs to go sacrifice herself Knowing that no matter, because basically what she's telling me is no matter what precaution she takes, she's scared that she's going to get it. But that's to me, that's mass hysteria. Because as a nurse, aren't you going to go in there with the most, like, you're going to go in there, bitch, like it's a biohazard unit. You're going to go in there with your fucking lab coat on, your N95, your gloves. If you're well protected, why do you think you're going to get it? That's what's wild to me. Because people are basically telling me that no matter what you do, if you go outside, you're gonna get it. That's where we are now. Think about like just what was the name of that fucking movie that happened in or some shit? Yep. Like the wind blowing and shit. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that's what that's different. That's what they're trying to turn this shit into. That that's fucking trees was trying to kill us. Like like this is this shit air. Like people telling me, oh yeah, if you cough, it, it be in the air for seven days, and then it land on the ground two days later, then it be on the ground for two hours. What type of what type of virus is this? I literally had somebody tell me that it lives on paper for four days, and I was like, I have not seen that anywhere. Say, bro, y'all just gotta stop listening to people. Boys just making shit up. They, that's why when we had the last podcast, I said. It lives on certain things X amount of minutes Because I don't fucking know the number I'm not gonna give you Some arbitrary number I said X amount of minutes On purpose Like Which, I'm very careful With my words And all this type of okay, shit Okay what, what is the dumbest thing Y'all have heard about this Oh uh, Man I, I would probably say That right there That uh, if, if, if When you cough It's in the air for like I think somebody said it, It's in the air for like 11-12 minutes Or some shit I, I heard some crazy shit like that I heard Drink water every 20 minutes 
because if the virus gets into your mouth, the water will wash it down your stomach and into your wash it down your throat and into your stomach where your stomach acid can kill it. Oh, I also heard no matter what, just you know, you should practice washing your hands for twenty minutes, like every hour. Like twenty every, minutes. Yeah, just uh, so twenty seconds. Like oh. wash your wash your hand for twenty seconds every hour. And I'm like, hold on. What if I'm in the house and I never leave? <laughs> and I don't do anything. What am I washing my hands for? I'm just sitting, I'm laying in my bed watching TV. And then two hours later, like, damn, I gotta go wash my hands for 40 seconds. Like, I don't get it. What am I washing my hands for? I can't really pinpoint anything specifically that I heard that was stupid. Because, I mean, the whole situation is kind of weird. But, um, what was I going to say? It was something else I was going to say. But I can't, I lost my train of thought. Fuck it. <laughs> but, but like you said, the whole thing is weird, bro. It's like, you're, you're, everybody is telling us to, to, be, to be safe. But at the same time, they're telling us to stay put. That's no. what I, my bad. That's what I was going to say. Um, I mean, it kind of just shows how much trust you put into shit, period. Not even people you hang around. But I mean, everything you touch is susceptible to being dirty and all this type of shit. And you've been living that way this whole fucking time. Like you say, the gas pumps, people serving your food, um, anything you touch, any door handle, all this shit. I mean, this has been a common thing. I mean, what, what are you going to do? What have you been doing? <laughs> like it's just it all comes down to that. What have you been doing? And like like motherfuckers at Walmart and H E B, they're talking about you can't grab this shopping cart, you know, from outside. If once it goes outside, you need to clean it. All right, let me see something. Me, I walk into a grocery store. The shopping cart is sanitized. I clean my hands. I use that shopping cart. I do what I need to do. I leave. I leave the shopping cart outside. When the fuck did it get a chance to get coronavirus? <laughs> like, when did it get diseased? I'm just trying to figure out here. Coronavirus in the air. It's like, look, there go that cart right there. <laughs> they they haven't. They, they. Oh, he didn't clean that one. Oh, we missed a spot. <laughs> I was at a fast food spot the other day. They had gloves on and everything. They reach out with a basket to put the money or the card in. But I'm like, my nigga, I don't want to touch the fucking basket because everybody's touching the fucking basket. <laughs> Y'all are protecting yourselves, but you're not protecting me. I don't have gloves on, so you, you fucking me. Dog. Even the funny thing about gloves, because I seen this video of this woman, she was going around with gloves on. She go to the store, she put something in on the pen pad, she get gas, you know, she do a bunch of stuff. And then before she goes into the house, she reaches for the doorknob, she goes, oh, wait, I got to take the gloves off. So she uses one glove, take off this hand, then uses this bare hand <laughs> to take off the other glove. Yeah. So... This bare hand that you just used to take off the other glove, if you ever had anything on those gloves, it's on your hand now. First thing she do, walks in and hugs her child. It's like, y'all are just idiots. This makes zero sense. <laughs> you should just came into the house and wash your hands immediately. That reminds me back in high school days, we would have the, um, I don't know the correct term for this shit, but the special ed children would make the cookies and shit, and Most they would have gloves delicious. on. But the problem is... I would see them with gloves on, but they would put their hands in their mouths while they were making the cookies and shit. So it's like, I'm not fucking with those. I, I know. I know. I remember that, man. I, I remember um, just thinking to myself back in the day, be like, man, do I really want those? And it felt bad, but it was like, yeah, it is what it is. Because for me, I, a little heathen, risky motherfucker, like I said, I, I knew as a child, it's different, but we're adults now. And I've seen some wild shit to make me say, I am not fucking with that person because they, I've seen them do some nasty shit. So it, for me, like I have the discernment to realize, okay, that person is somebody that I would not even, you know, take a shot with. Like 
people do some nasty shit on a regular basis that just they don't know it. Like, but people that are regulars at bars and clubs and shit, them some people that you kind of can give the side eye to because they know for a fact that they not the cleanest people. What you about to say, Sean? And can we keep it real? I think this is why the numbers for black people getting it are lower because black people are super hygienic for the most part. We are one of the only people who super clown people for being dirty and shit. Like, I had that one guest on my podcast that we grew up with, yep. and you know, uh-huh. he used to get his life devastated yep. every day he stepped outside because people would destroy his whole fucking world because of his cleanliness. Yep. They would fucking clown him every fucking day of his life until he got his shit together. Black women. He's still trash now, but you know. <laughs> Black women specifically are some of the most bougie when it comes to that shit. And like, they'll call, like, and, and I say this when I say, you know, club goers and bar goers, but the thing about it is, I say that saying that they put themselves in atmospheres that are not that clean, and then they're bougie about it. So I give them credit for that, but let's just be real. Like, y'all are putting yourselves in places that probably don't practice these. Like, those couches get stepped on on a daily basis. Y'all on the hell twerking on them couches. Like, them couches are fucking dirty. Like, listen, y'all, be- y'all walk barefoot. Even the worst part, when you get that cocktail and the bartender put the cherry, the lime, or whatever in there, how many of them got on gloves? None of them. None of them. They just barehand them things, or they chop them up bare hands like you. Yeah. Be back there talking, talking up a storm. They got all the. Type they of got food. the dish towel that they use touching wipe down their touching their faces, touching their hair. It, that's normal. Checking their cell phones. Touching money. Dirty ass. They cell take phones. their cell phones to the restroom. Dog. So now they got shit fingers. If you really want to sit here and break down the shit that happens on a regular basis that that we all do. Yeah, and that's what I said. Like, we all do our best to be clean, but let's just keep it 100. That shit is not 100% avoidable. That shit can that shit can make, you know, it, it can it can slither through there through those cracks. So like, let's just be real. Like, what are we really doing? All your groceries, you got to wipe them down and all that type of shit. I mean, you got to do a lot of type of weirdo shit. The shit that you would call fucking um, OCD, which is kind of ironic now, by the way. Yeah, that shit is going to become that shit. This the entire is, country is OCD right yeah, now. Yeah, like they're just germaphobes. Like it's bad. Like I think, I think, I think it's only going to be a small percentage of people that remain nut jobs and that remain um, uh, like hysteric about it. And I don't, I don't think that a lot of people are going to remain that way. Like let's say the, the the shutdown were to get you know lifted, you know Easter. I would say by the middle of summer, people would go back to their regular antics. Yeah, that's that's my that's my that's my take on it. Like I don't think that a lot of people are gonna continue these practices because, I mean, you got a lot of people, in my opinion, that are sitting in their houses right now that aren't doing anything very clean. Like they're just they're in their houses. Like and it, it's not becoming routine. Like some of us are still going to work, so we're we're already into that environment. A lot of us are, we're seeing the social distancing stickers. We're seeing the sneeze guards. We're seeing everybody wearing gloves now. Like, we're seeing it. So these people that just been sitting in the house, trapped in the house, they're going to come out and be like, whoa, like, what are y'all doing? Like, nigga, we practicing safe measures. And, like, it made me laugh because when you're talking about the chick with the glove, I think me and Sean are probably used to this. Um, they, they, they teach you how to put the gloves on at work, how you ta- you put them on, you, you, it's a special way you take them off. Like, it's an OSHA requirement. Like you flip it inside out? You flip it inside out, yeah. So it, to, to see her do that just lets me know, or to hear her doing that lets me know she is 100% oblivious to, to how to use. That's why I can't wear this mask and all this other shit. I don't want to wear this shit at work. That shit is annoying as fuck, putting shit. all this shit on, my nigga. Like, 
taping your gloves and all this shit. Like, it's real at work. So, I mean, I'm used to all this shit. That shit puts you at 100 degrees automatic. Yeah. That shit is hot. Like, I've been there. That shit is hot, bro. Like, it's uncomfortable. That's why I'm like, people really might want to rethink, you know, trying to adopt these measures and thinking that, oh, this is something that we really want to get used to because it really ain't, bro. Like, this shit is tough. Like, it's really it's Y'all can't even work out three or four days a week. And you think that you're going to want to get multiple masks and get multiple gloves. That shit really ain't cheap. That shit add up. That's a new expense that a lot of people probably aren't going to want to adapt to. Don't get me wrong. A lot of y'all niggas that ain't going to have jobs going to be pulling in four grand a month. Y'all going to have the cheese to get it. But oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we got to talk, talk, touch on that. I know some people didn't get a chance to get on the IG live, but uh, I thought it was important to say that, you know, in the midst of all this uh, bullshit with COVID-19, I do think that in a way it's a plus because I, I, I'm not a fan of the labeling of essential and non-essential. I think that shit is corny. I don't even know. I, I think that's a government thing, but the people that are being labeled as non-essential and people that have been furloughed, been fired, laid off, whatever you want to call it, the type of unemployment that they're about to get is going to be ridiculous. And for people that don't know, they're adding an, an extra 600 bucks to that. Like that may not sound like a lot to people, but that's $600 a week that some of these people were never probably going to make if they stayed at that job for 10 years. Like you're talking about an average McDonald's working McDonald's worker in Texas, probably pulling in $9 an hour and then they get laid off. So they're going to probably get, they get, I think 60% of their income or something like that. And then bam, they get an extra 600 on top of that. Like I said, man, on average, most motherfuckers are going to be pulling in eight, $900 a week, not working. On one end, I'm not mad because it's more so people for like, let's say Jay lost his job. I don't even want to use, let's say somebody who makes the same amount of money as Jay loses his job. And, um, you know, he's a, a higher paid person. So you need that supplemental income because, you know, minimum wage or unemployment is not going to take care of somebody's bills who's living that type of lifestyle from that type of job. So I understand it from that standpoint. But most people are focusing on, you know, the the lower level workers or whatever you want to call it, the minimum wage workers who are going to be eating heavy off of this. I guess that's where all the, the envy and frustration comes from, which I get. But I think it is more so for people who are making more money right now who lost their jobs to where that regular unemployment is not going to put it. It ain't going to cut it. It's not going to pay one bill. And that, and that's kind of like something that I I try to practice and I try to coach people into doing when they do get promotions and they get raises. It's like, hey, don't go out here and get crazy. Like like catch up to to living within your means. Mm-hmm. Use use this money to get you back to where you belong because you can afford to stay in a, a $2,500 a month house don't mean you need to go do that. Yeah. Like make sure you, you know, and even with the stimulus check coming, hey, pay your high, high interest loans or, or high interest credit cards. Pay that first. You know, you ain't got a ball out, you know, just 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 in case stuff gets worse. Because mm-hmm. if stuff gets worse and, you you know, they start laying, laying people off that you didn't think was going to get laid off, you know, it's better to be laid off. And even if you you're laid off, you have that free credit now because you paid it now. So you have those lines of credit it's like, all right, I'm not working. I don't know when I'll be working again. If push comes to shove, I'm going to have to run this debt up just to just to stay alive. And if we want to go back to predictions, it's going to be more than one payment. It's not going to be that one twelve hundred. They're going to have to do something else again. 
it's not gonna work. Yeah, because even the, the the bounce back isn't gonna happen at a snap of a finger. Yeah, Canada, they're doing a UBI for four months. They get two thousand dollars a month for four months. Yeah, like you're not just gonna be able to bounce back in oh, a good two weeks of everybody getting back out in the streets and everything like that. Now the the losses that people are taking and the businesses are taking are so grave that it you it might be six months before things start to get close to normal again. Mm. I just want to throw this out there for people to get a better understanding. Uh, I'm going to use Illinois because I think Illinois is closer to how we do things. So how they calculate it, it says Illinois replaces 47% of an applicant's income and uses the two highest paid quarters of these base, uh, of the base period. If you earned a total of 20000 in two in uh, two of those quarters, you would multiply that by 0.47 then divide it by 26 to come up with the weekly amount of 361 The current maximum benefit in Illinois is 418 so you'll be entitled to collect the full 361.54. So that was pre-coronavirus stimulus. Now you can get that 361. You can tax 600 to that. So now you'll be averaging 950. A stack a month. <laughs> a stack a week. A stack a week. A stack a week. So I just need people to understand that you calling these people non-essential. I mean, at the end of the day, if they can, if they can, if they're unemployed six weeks, they finna pull in a nice amount of change. And don't get it twisted. Like a lot of people out here not living on their own. So that piece of change, and then they when they get a job again, they'll be they'll really be set because there are other things that are in place for a lot of people that don't they don't understand. Like these people that can't pay rent, like a lot of these people are gonna be waived for rent. Like it's coming. Like they're gonna have to waive rent. I know in New York and California it's getting real close. They're talking about waiving rent. It's already done, yeah. Oh, okay. Did they say it's a waiver or they just can't evict you? It's a little bit of both. It's kind of like a deferred payment type of thing. But I think they might be uh, just waiving the uh, the actual months. I don't think you you might. I don't think you're gonna owe it. If I understand it correctly, I don't think you owe it. You're just gonna go back to paying bills again after, yeah, x amount of days or x x amount of months or whatever. Yeah. From how I understand it, from what I heard, New York has some crazy rent stuff going on. Anyways, yeah, I kind of think the New York landlords are kind of ready for it. Yeah, um, it takes. Over a year for you to evict somebody in New York and California, you can't just evict somebody. And then, didn't then when you get a new apartment in in New York, you had to pay like first and last, and then had to pay I think three, s- yeah, some like, kind of fee or something like a finder's fee or something like I don't remember exactly. I, what I'm gonna go ahead and say it, man. If you live in either one of them states, you wilding like straight up. Like I think I I think that eventually, for our children, America is gonna resemble California, New York after a while. Due to the due to shit like this, I think shit is gonna become a lot more socialist like, and it's it's gonna get harder for people, and you're gonna have to be very smart about the jobs that you apply for in the future, because now people are gonna start approaching jobs on are they essential or not. So it's gonna be a lot of jobs that are gonna be crying because they don't have enough applicants coming in, and then you're gonna have a lot of jobs that have applicants just overrunning them, like. Grocery stores are finna be crazy. It's gonna get to the point where you're the the Googles and the Apple are gonna have to be like, you know what? We're gonna go out into Montana and we're gonna build a plant or a campus or whatever. And we're basically gonna build a city around that. And then that's gonna spawn other cities. Because I mean, because that's that's where the 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 least populated places are. So you're gonna have to eventually spread out to those places because you're only gonna be able to pack so many people into Houston. You're only gonna be able to pack so many people into New York, and people who aren't dream chasers and who just trying to trying to work and provide for themselves, like they're gonna need that space to 
to do that and to afford it, you're going to have to be in Wyoming with Kanye or Montana or Idaho, these uncharted states, basically. So they're just going to go fuck them places up, too. Yeah, fuck them places up, too. Damn. Shout out to the Bahamas. NBA just, did, it, did you hear about that? The NBA talk about finishing their season off in the Bahamas because Bahamas ain't got no cases. So I'm like, y'all finna just so bring y'all bring, sick asses yeah. over here? <laughs> nah, bro. Stay, stay over there. We don't want you. I was the Bahamas. I'd be like, fuck out. Nah, nigga, no. <laughs> we good. Nigga, the border's up, nigga. You come in here, nigga. You getting shot. It's like, don't come in here. That shit's crazy. <laughs> like, but now nah, that's some arrogant shit, though. By the way, dog, it very, is, man. Very. It is. But dog, what I, I'm uh, one thing I, I've always noticed is for Americans, America is the world. Yeah. Like that's all Americans know, and like they, we sit here talking about our economy, but niggas need to understand the global impact of this is fucking crazy. Yeah. Like. The global economy is distraught right now because, like, can Canada, bro, like, Canada, Mexico, China, you got some of the biggest markets in the world that are basically about to topple over. You had places already about to topple over. And shit is finna get wild and nobody, that's why, that's why a lot of people are saying that the dollar may not be hurt too much because everybody else's currency is about to take a hit. So, they're like, well, it's gonna probably balance itself out, but we don't know. We don't know. Shit got real when they canceled the NBA. Yeah. Shit got wild when ESPN was so desperate for content, they started showing WrestleManias from three years ago. <laughs> like, not only are you showing wrestling, you're showing old wrestling. That To me, that's, that's another sign of, and I think this would be a good place to kind of end. I think that, you know, I like what you said on your show, how you were talking about, you know, content creating is, is where it's at. And I think what people need to realize is when you see ESPN doing things like that, it gets you in the mindset of realizing that people have a lack of imagination. And I've real and I realized with the toilet paper hoarding, and I was talking to you and Keith about this, that people have a lack of imagination because if you're in a situation, if you there are so many alternatives to toilet paper. There are so many alternatives to soap. There are so many there's so many alternatives to a lot of things, but when you lack imagination and creativity, you hoard toilet paper. And when you lack imagination, you replay like ESPN, you know, WrestleMania when at the end of the day, there's still stuff going on that you can report about. It took them almost a week or two to realize, oh shit, we can just start Skyping people in and doing Zoom meetings on the air instead of showing this stupid shit. Like niggas showing you're showing NBA hardwood classics, but in reality, like there are there's alternatives to that. Like you can have you, I mean, honestly, in my opinion, this is where Ninja should shine. Ninja should have his spot on ESPN. Niggas like him should be able to get on ESPN, have, um, you know, Street Fighter competitions. I wouldn't mind. I think some people would, would be cool with that. I would I would watch NBA players play 2K at this moment. Yeah, it's, that's fine. Put them on ESPN. Let me see LeBron play AD in 2K. They were, The NBA players were having tournaments and Call of Duty and shit online. Yeah, on like YouTube and shit like that. They should monetize that. Be creative, but these these execs are not smart. There, there was a part. Uh, I was watching um, what a man what what a man wants with Taraji. Uh huh. And there was a scene on there. Well, I didn't finish the movie because it was too horrible. But it was a scene on there where one of the guy, one of the agents, was trying to lure in this guy that you know one of the number one picks or whatever. And he showed him this video. It was a very disrespectful video. It was like ass shaking. And basically just showing him like, you know, uh, you know, we could, we're going to make shit that, that can relate to you. And it's like, 
that's a lack of imagination. Like, you're not even trying. Did you actually get to try to know this dude? How you don't know this dude gay? You don't know this dude, he want no ass shaking around him. How you, this dude just want to hoop. And a lot of them dudes just want to hoop. And you're showing this ass shaking shit, this rap video. Every basketball player doesn't want to be a rapper. And like, you got to actually connect with people. You actually have to understand what people are into. Right now, a lot of celebrities are doing IG lives. Because IG, because you know, obviously, a lot of these celebrities they can't, they can't, they can't do shows, you know. So, why a Dave Chappelle hasn't done an IG live comedy show or like they literally, like, you see how we're doing it? Like we're not even popular. Like we're literally telling them, hey, tonight we're about to do an IG live. Comedians should be doing that, and they because right now Tory Lanez and Boosie are killing the game. And they're just doing it when they feel like it. DJ D Nice, he had a hundred, hundred thousand plus on his. Yeah, stream. and you know, and that's just that's just boosting his popularity. So when it's time for him, when this when this is over, shit, he's gonna be at every venue. I mean, he's gonna be booked for the rest of the year. But price that's, went up. That's imagination. DJ Nice had imagination. He was like, you know what? I'm gonna put a show on for people in my living room. Although I think that you could just make your own Apple Music playlist, but that's neither here nor there. I guess you just like, I guess you like hearing the mixes and shit. That that's fine. But at the like I said off air, if y'all niggas wasn't so stupid <laughs> and y'all just wanted to actually have y'all ten or less parties, y'all just have them. And honestly, at this point, I would just make sure motherfuckers that I trust are coming through. And before they come into the door, I'm going to have a Ziploc bag for you to put your phone in because you're not filming anything. And it's a two cough limit per person. Bruh. Bruh. You might just only get one. <laughs> <laughs> one, you got to deal. <laughs> After that first cough, you got to go, bro. That first dry cough? <laughs> nah, fam. You out of here. Well, bro, you see that one dude on TV that he goes hold that cough back? <laughs> that nigga eyes to red as shit. I was like, damn, nigga, I want to cough. Golly, but... I don't want to go and just throw all my ideals out there. But the fact of the matter is I think that you have three creative dudes right here that I can make it easy for a lot of these people to still be entertained based off the fact that I'm watching what people are doing. I'm watching what people are interested in. That's why we started doing IG lives. It was like shit. Everybody home. Yeah. People want to hear some real shit. They, they got their phones in their hands anyway. Nothing but time. Nothing but time. And like in the people that, that make a living off getting attention, which is what is what we get at the end of the day with these podcasts. You should this is this is prime time for you. I yeah. don't understand why the MJ documentary is not coming out. Your they market your market is at home. Anything you got in the hopper that's ready to be released, release, release it. that. Release it. Your number's going through the roof. So, like I said, ESPN tripping. You got this is the prime time for you to release ESPN with the documentary, right? Yep, I believe so. Why are you not releasing it? Everybody's going to watch it. They have nothing else. They're watching Paper Tiger. I don't know what that Everybody's going to watch it and they're going to watch it live. They're not going to DVR it or anything like that. They're going to watch it live. And they're going to watch it again and again and again until some other dumb shit come on. Which, I mean, I'm not saying that shit going to be dumb, but I'm saying, like, niggas got to think. This shouldn't even be a question. Oh, shit. Niggas, everybody at home? Release the MJ doc. Yeah, we, well, we I'll figure out something when that's supposed to drop. But for right now, let me drop this. Drop we'll figure shit. out something for later. And then shit, we'll drop a del- deluxe version when everybody out the house too to make them want to watch it again. <laughs> I heard at the weekend's uh, label was mad that he released his album, but his album got streamed damn near a billion times already. That nigga shit yeah. went gold the night, the next night. He did like four forty four something that first week. I'm hearing they didn't want him to release it, and I'm hearing that the party next door album is better. I personally didn't like it. I haven't made it all the way through. Part who? Party next door. That shit is awful to me, quite honestly. 
You heard you heard somebody say the Party Next Door album was better than the Weekend. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Mainly what's because it? Joe Budden's podcast. No, what's his name? What's his I name? haven't even heard. I haven't even. No, been I'm all not way saying that from that, you though. from your standpoint, but people hear Joe Budden's podcast and then they just piggyback off of all their fucking takes. So Joe Budden said this. He's talking about other people. But uh, I'm, I'm talking, talking about, about other people, like just being on on Twitter and stuff. Oh, but see, I I don't I don't think I follow a, a lot of Weekend fans. Oh, okay. Because like buddy. I was having a conversation, somebody was like, "Oh, it's a lot like Starboy." I was like, "Oh, I loved Starboy." Okay, so, just, so this is right up my alley. And when I got into some of the weekend stuff, I was like, "Yeah, yeah, this that cocaine music." But that part of next door was trash. Exactly. Like, I it was awful. Like, I I, and I'm not even a, I don't fuck with him like that. But I think I heard one or two songs, and I heard his album. I'm like, man, this shit is awful. Like, he has a fan base. I was confused. I like, still I, think. Of, go ahead. Go ahead. I started listening to a couple of tracks on on my drive in, and I didn't get far into it. I wasn't impressed at all. I'm, I'm confused on how he has such a big fan base. To be honest the with you. The last few songs are pretty good, but I say like the first 10, 11 songs are awful. Jesus, how many Super songs awful. on there? I, 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 I just don't know, remember. I know I was listening, and I ain't gonna lie. I um I had, uh like when you was making that joke about listening to uh, Megan Thee Stallion, I think I got about two and a half songs in. I was like, oh no, she just sucked too many ding legs. I can't do this. <laughs> she done, <laughs> she done rolled too much cock on here. I can't do this. <laughs> I turned that shit right off. Weird thing though. That's crazy. I don't too much care for Tiffany Haddish. Like I don't like her. I didn't like her stand up. I don't like her much in in movies. But I did listen to um, a lot of her book on my drive up here, and it's kind of and it kind of gave me a, a new kind of respect and perspective of her life. I still don't like her movies or you know her acting or her comedy for that much. But just listening to like basically her life story, I was like, okay, I can see. The way she oh, acts. Okay, okay. Damn, I was about to say something stupid. I thought Tiffany Haddish was insecure. That's no, that's Issa Rae. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't fall into either one. Of yeah, yeah. But the book, <laughs> the, the book has been pretty good. I'm almost done with it. Okay, okay. So, do you recommend it? What's the name of it? Uh, the Last Black Unicorn. Oh, okay, okay. All right, all right. Well, I'm watching. I'm listening to uh, Manufacture Consent by Noam Chomsky, and uh, it's a pretty, it's a pretty good book. It, it. Does a deep dive. Wait, wait, wait. I'm listening to The Last Black Unicorn. You listening to what? <laughs> to manufacture consent. <laughs> no. Two different Americas. Two hey, different Americas. Hey, man, it's all good, bro. I'm, I'm, I like your recommendation because clearly your recommendations are going to be more for people that are in that genre. they interested in that genre. And mine are going to be for people interested in my genre, which isn't many people, but it's fine. Tiffany Haddish, T- Tiffany Haddish has a lot of fans. I mean, I'm pretty sure she can do numbers like Michelle Obama if uh, gets to the right hands. You said you're almost done with it, so I mean, you, you're you're clearly interested. So that that's good, man. I did drive 15 hours across the country though. Damn, that'll do it. And I I really didn't get into it until I got to Louisiana. So I'm gonna put this in. That's six hours, huh? Yeah, about six hours. Thought so okay. Well, man, it's it's been it's been cool, man. I'm glad Sean let us in, man. I know you're gonna dis- disinfect the whole place when we leave, but uh, it got a Lysol bomb like they used to have those old roach bombs, bro. <laughs> the Lysol bomb <laughs> disinfects everything. Like I said, man, I I'm not mad at people for you know uh, staying put. I, I think I still think that you know a lot of y'all are a little crazy, you know, being a little unrealistic about this. Um, I know some people say that they have relatives. I think I sent you a DJ Black and Mild is a guy that was he was a DJ in New Orleans. He supposedly died of coronavirus. But 
Um, he had he was a person that also had pre-existing conditions. I would imagine if you're smoking black and miles, or if <laughs> your name is black and mild. Hey, R.I.P. to that man. I mean, but you had to get this joke real quick. Sorry, sir. Go ahead. Dark humor is fine. But uh, so that's probably one of the closest ones that I know about. All the other ones are more like, if y'all say so. But um, I also heard that Italy. It's been some. It's been some cases where they're saying it was a coronavirus death when it really wasn't to get their numbers higher. And at this point, I don't think that any government is beyond, is above that. So whenever I hear somebody saying that they died, somebody died of coronavirus, I'm skeptical about it because one, I swear it's a HIPAA violation to even disclose that type of information. And for some reason, we're just so willy nilly with it right now, just because. So I think that they're just on some, uh, oh, they're just on some, you know, you got to get the numbers up type of shit right now, bro. Cardi B made a point though, like all these celebrities saying they got it and they don't have symptoms and they were told not to take a test if you don't have symptoms. When Cardi B is the voice of reason, America, you have failed all three of us. Even yeah. even Donald Trump has been the voice of reason a couple of times, and that is scary. That's that's scary, bro. Like, I think I think I seen t- Donald say something along the lines of, uh, basically, he was just like the mainstream media just don't want me to win, and at the end of the day, it's they like, don't. It's like, I asked, what what more can I do? Y- y'all don't want me to win, and y'all are doing everything y'all can y'all can to make it seem like. You know this and that. Like people keep saying that he said it was a hoax, and I remember the exact the exact interview they're talking about when he said it was a hoax. And like I remember, like I was like, this is the same guy that made the coronavirus task force, and then he said he basically he literally said that they're trying to turn this into a hoax. Like they're trying to they're trying to make this more than what it is, but it ended up being more than what he expected. So it was a slap in the face to him because everybody keeps coming back saying. Well, if you would have jumped on it faster, but it was like, like that one guy, uh, remember I posted on a page, I forgot his name. That's not Dr. Oz, is it? It was one doctor that kept saying the media is making it hard. Oh yeah. If the media is making it hard to decipher whether this is a pandemic or not because of the way they're, that the way that they're, um, broadcasting and shit. And people need to understand most of your media, most of the media that you deal with is, is owned by Democrats. Like one of the biggest parts of the $2 trillion bill Nigga, broadcast stations that are owned by mostly Democrats, they get $70 million. Was it $70 billion or $70 million? They get a $70 million plus payoff to most broadcast stations. $750, my bad. $750 million payoff to most broadcast stations. And they be broadcast stations that don't even air Donald Trump shit at all. Like, they're talking about censoring Donald Trump, and they about to get $750 million. That shit is crazy. It's like, damn, how did they muscle that deal out? But that's where we live, though, man. The time, time to be alive, man. But anyway, y'all boys got words of advice. My words of advice would be for those that are working from home, you need to be able to have a separation of your business day and your personal day. So you need to get up and you need to operate like you're going to work. You need to get up. You need to get that shower. You need to change clothes. You need to go sit at your at, at your ki- at your desk or at your kitchen table or wherever you got to get out of bed and you got to operate like it's work. You know, put you some standard hours together, put you a lunch break in there and put you a def- definite end to your day and be able to put that separation in. Because if not, then days just start running together and you'll lose your mind. Cause a nigga did not know it was Thursday that day when I posted that. <laughs> I swear to God, I had no idea it was Thursday. I was like, let me 
me put it on here and it's Thursday real quick so people understand. I mean, I'm used, I'm kind of used to the home life, but and I have a calendar right in front of me every day and I mark it off like I'm in prison. But <laughs> I, I'm I'm used to it. But at the same time, like I could kind of hear people talking a certain way, and I think I heard somebody talking one that day and they thought it was Friday or something, or they was like they was already getting ready for the weekend. I'm like, Chief, it's just Thursday. Like you may want to take a seat. You may want to take a step back. Uh, my words of advice is, man, I think that it's, I'm going to keep saying this. People need to take 48 hours, 72 hours to detox from social media. Stop watching the news. When the, when the quarantine is lifted, I guarantee you, you are going to find out. You're either going to get multiple emails. Jobs are going to call. Friends are going to text you wanting to celebrate. You don't have to be on social media every day. There is better entertainment out there for you. I know that obviously, me and Jay benefit from people being on social media, but even I'm telling you three or four days off social media is not going to hurt you. Cause the information that you're getting on social media at this point, a lot of, I'd say, I'd say 85 to 95% of it is bullshit. The, in, in, in a lot of y'all not even fact checking a lot of shit anyway. So the information, if you're not getting it from the horse's mouth, meaning going to a hospital, actually talking to a doctor at this point, I think you're just wasting your time. The lift is going to be up. You know, maybe late April, early May. Just be patient. There's nothing you can do about it. And I guarantee you the information you get on social media is not going to help you. But that's all I got. For all those cats out there <laughs> getting this Corona coochie, I just want to shout out. <laughs> Child support numbers going to spike after this shit is over with. So I hope y'all got y'all paperwork in order. Hope y'all got y'all plan B in order. And you know, I just hope y'all are creating content or creating out there. And for those of y'all that didn't know, you are listening to No Boundaries Podcast <laughs> with the one we feel like it podcast. And we broadcast when the fuck we feel like it. I'm Willie F. This is Jay. That is Sean. And we are out. Go. Because <laughs> we definitely didn't do an intro. No, we don't need no intro.